come to know a lot of folk who come and go here. You don't want to end up like the few who come to think of this place as home. Because if you ain't ever had a home, it feels nice to belong somewhere. But belonging's one thing. Letting the place own you. Now that's another. Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are the stories of the damned. Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other spooky stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. <laughs> that was like a, I don't know, I got a very, it's business time energy <laughs> from <laughs> Wheels. Yeah. business time. <laughs> and I like to copy Logan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we folded our arms back to back <laughs> on the wheels. And Greg was like oblivious. <laughs> Meow, that's Greg. Meow, that's right. <laughs> Look, if I don't bring the heat after that business meeting, we're not going to get through this, this recording at all. Anita, recap last episode for me. Okay, I'm Anita. That's the thing. <laughs> one one part of the recap is that Logan plays Anita. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, I yeah, okay. Anyway, so we went underground. We rode a minecart for uh, what seemed like a really, really long time, and it the landscape changed dramatically until we couldn't see the thing that we can always see, which is like the horizon that's infinite that I can't escape anymore. So that was disconcerting. Then we arrived at a door which uh, had all of our names on it, uh, which was even more disconcerting. Then I checked it for magic and it didn't have any. And that really messed me up. I messed up my day. Uh, So, of course, we just went inside because we're professionals. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a job to do. If the pay is right. And uh, we described our cool outfits, and that was fun. And then we took a right turn, and that wasn't fun, because we saw horrible memories from our past. Uh, and they seemed to be attacking us. There was a weird creature occupying all of our terrible memories that was doing something bad in all the memories that were already bad to begin with. It wasn't a great time. Sud ended up breaking us out of that by yelling to everyone that sort of... A very good yell roll. Yeah, a very good yell roll. And that was just before Blood shot her own self in the past. (laughs) Well, going to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the the illusion broke uh, just as she pulled the trigger. Yeah. And when the illusion broke, you're back in that brick room with the gold inlay. The shot rings out, and the three creatures are jumping, are leaping towards the three of you, claws out. And I think we left things on, oh, the two of you are tied. So which one of you, uh, Anita and me, uh, Blood, 
which of the two of you wants to? I probably blood because you yeah. just fired. It sounds like blood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Blood. What are you doing on your turn? As as uh, you're back with your pals, but there's three of these imp demon uh, creatures, claws, pointy tails, just your classic like small uh, spike, uh, small sharp red demon guy uh, coming at you. Um. Well, I'm going to take a what is obviously an extremely practiced move and pop a bullet back in to the spot that yeah. <laughs> I just wasted. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then I'm going to shoot the one that's coming to- closest to me, I guess. Does your gun do anything cool that like makes it easier that you can just like immediately after a shot reload it? Does it like... How does what is how what does that look like? I don't know nothing about guns. I think maybe there's just a button <laughs> on the side that pops that thing out where you put the butt the bullets. Cool. That that's the thing, right? And you're just so yeah, <laughs> looking yeah, absolutely. At it. And you're just so fast at it that shoot, kick out the chamber, slide another one in, point it at the the new target. And uh, yeah. I think you get to choose up to your it's like firing limit. I forget what the actual you know, up to two bullets called. into my empty chamber, but I into any empty chamber. But I've only did one bullet, so I'm just putting. No, one back sorry, in. I don't mean the reload. I mean, oh, uh, I I'm assume sorry. you want to shoot the monster. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, I can shoot. Um, it's um four. Cool. How many are of those? So you have six bullets in the chamber right now. Uh, how many of them are you firing up to four? Oh, fired. Well. I can use bullets from any chamber that I have loaded. So uh-huh. I'm going to choose chamber one and uh, three. Are those the ones you have runes on? or is Mm-mm. One and two I have runes on. So mm-hmm. one I have a rune on, which is hollow point, which gives me plus two damage on a hit. I also have, this is not a rune, this is just a thing I have, my first bullet in chamber one has advantage. Oh, cool. So I have advantage on hollow point, and then um, the third one is just a plain one in case I miss the first one <laughs> somehow. Cool. Uh, roll that first shot with it with advantage, please. Um, yes, I got it on the second one. I got I rolled a one and then a six. All right, and hit me with that second bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also a six. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, and how much damage do you do? Sorry, damage per hit. I guess your class says one, but you get one, plus, yeah. two plus two from on the, the first one. Yeah. So that's a total of four damage, I guess. Cool. Um, the thing looks. Uh, what part of the body of this creature are you firing at? By the way, the head, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Does it have discernible parts? Like it's just a oh, regular yeah, ass demon, right? Yeah, it's like an imp kind of looking yeah. guy. So. Yeah. Um, I think I shoot for the head. So it's going to still be walking around after this, but you, you, when you fire both of the shots, the, your aim is true. You know, it strikes incredibly, it strikes just where you wanted it to. And it actually, it's so weird. The, it's not like, uh, in or, it doesn't react the way an organic thing would when you shoot it. Uh, it's like, it's, it's like it's just skin over ceramic. So when you mm. fire at the head, it just shatters 
half of the thing's head, um, and a lot of the teeth fall out, but just half of a head and just some gnarled teeth are left, and there's nothing inside. Um, it's completely hollow on the inside, but it's still coming towards you. Uh, just It looks like it's barely got any energy left, but it's still coming towards you. Okay. There's kind of a moment where like you're swirling kind of to and fro back between the illusory world where you're at the beach looking at your younger self and reality. And during that confusion, even though half of its mouth is gone, the creature still has enough of a jaw and, you know, pointed fiery tongue uh, to say, <laughs> I still know who the real monster is as it keeps charging for you. Anita, what do you do? <sighs> I'm pretty mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I probably just bolt this idiot. Cool. What does that look like? Um, or rather, how does that work? <laughs> so, well, I mean, yes, what it looked like. So, she yeah. does have like a little. There's a ring on her thumb, which has a sharp edge to it. So she when she snaps, and that draws blood, mm. and that's how she gets the the magic out. But then the it's the advanced energy bolt, so that uh, you know shocks the thing. Pretty sure. Hang on, let me. <laughs> the specifics of energy bolt. It feels like I stabbed my own finger, but obviously I didn't. But that snap was like really quite a lot. Anyway, uh, I choose one target, one damage per hit, three damage per hit if I boost it, and then advances it. It does two damage per hit instead of one. So I basically have half of a boost anyway. So cool. I, uh, yeah, I do that spell, which you roll a d6. So I got a three. Uh, so that's not going to be a hit. Um, mark a corruption for try mm. for casting a spell. Mm. Okay. And after, uh, let's see. Oh, but because you, oh no, you didn't boost it. That's just the one that's advanced. So never. So yeah, you just add one corruption and then compare the highest rolled die to your current corruption. You roll the three. Your corruption is one. Uh, if you had had more corruption than your roll, a bad thing would happen, but your roll was above your corruption. Yikes, that's something. That's wild. Oof. Isn't it? It's a cool mechanic. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it could it could go off like starting with the second spell. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. Anyway. The energy bolt whizzes off and the creature that's got its eyes locked on you says, your aim was better then. <laughs> God, she's destroyed by that. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, if the listener doesn't recall from last week, the scene that the horrifying child had seen was Anita accidentally killing a peer with an accidental spell. Let's see, that brings us... Sud, you had your turn at the end of last episode, so now it's the, it's the creatures coming at each of you. Um, let me just roll some dice, and then I'll tell you what it looks like. Oh, all of them hit. <laughs> okay. Um, Incorrect if the first one's mine. What's that? Uh, they have to have a five plus to hit me because I have my parry up. So if the first one's mine, then... Ah, it, the, I was going to say it was going to go Greg Lee Logan. So yeah, the first one doesn't... So I, yeah, so th this is what happens. You know, the, the two of you, Anita and Blood, you know, they say these things to intimidate you. And either that intimidation worked or they just, you know, outmaneuvered you, 
uh, but they're able to get their swipes in, and each of you takes two damage. Mm. And it's just, it's almost like in unison, both of you are struck in the same spot. Both of them strike just with their claws across your chest. Mm. Sud, yours tries to go for, you know, a similar uh, sort of charismatically low blow uh, in its kind of opening battle cry and starts kind of mimicking the, you know, you said that in your childhood memory, your your young self was kind of scared at the alien language that Mm -hmm. your grandfather was speaking and scared that Scared that that language scared your mother so much in that moment. You didn't really understand why. And the creature just starts to uh, thinks, oh, I see what scared I see what scared him before. So he just starts mimicking that speech, just kind of doing gibberish in the style of what of that alien language that just happened before. But clearly it's not enough. And that brings us back to your turn as you're able to parry a strike. What do you do? I lock eyes. On it. They all died for doing that. Now it's your turn. <laughs> First attack. I get to roll that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you roll I a lot of ones for your first. Bad. So five. So that's one hit. Five. Two hits. Keeps rolling. Oh my goodness. Three. Uh, Two hits, but that is going to be... How much damage do you do, actually? Two. Sorry. Each time. Yeah, so that is going to be enough to finish it off with your first hit from last episode. Uh, so what does killing it... Well, number one, what does your sword look like? And number two, what does killing this with that sword look like? Uh, so the sword is like like a English long sword. Like, you know, medievally timey long sword. Uh, mostly just... It was very plain. And so... Once the parry happened and I slid back again and I locked eyes, I did the calculation of what do I need to do to end this quickly? And as it's sort of cackling and tormenting, the first the first thrust slices part of the head off and then the second follow-up is just clean through the body. Like just full bore chunk rip through to f- make sure the whole thing is done. And then I just shake the gunk off. Uh, yeah, like I said, yours is yours was actually ceramic too, so it's just skin that's left on your sword as just like, yeah, it is literally some sort of ceramic was there. It's not really an exoskeleton because it had skin over it, but it's just the entire structure of it and this sort of golem imp demon um, lies in in pieces at your feet. Anything you want to do before I switch to blood? I would just move slightly to to support my two friends, but that's that's it. I don't change cool. my stance because there's still there's still trouble. Sure. <laughs> blood. What about you? The one that I hit is still there. Yeah, with uh, mo- most of its head gone, still enough to say, I know who the real monster is here. Okay, and then there's the one that's just um, attacked uh, Anita as well. I think I'm going to shoot Anita's. Cool. I think I'm upset that <laughs> Anita's is. Anita's upset about how did Anita's. You, how did you react to its attempt at intimidation, by the way, Blood? Mm, I feel like I'm just not intimidated. I'm just more like yeah. 
can't get, you know, I mean, I shot it. It just didn't work out. Like, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. like kick at it. But, you know, it's not out of, it's out of reach. <laughs> You've been called meaner names before, certainly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's cute. Of course I'm the monster. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, that's the whole thing. I, I don't think Anita has been called a meaner thing than, than like you had better hand yeah. before. That's yeah, that, that was too easy though for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, was right there. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, how many how many bullets are you firing, blood? Um, okay, so I'm gonna use my quick action to put the two back. Um, and so I'm gonna shoot three bullets at Anita's. It's gonna be the first three so i'm gonna have advantage again hollow point this time i also have tar which will slow it down if i don't kill it and then the third bullet's just plain cool uh give me those rolls i think your first one has advantage Mm -hmm. so that was a three and a two so i missed with the first one okay and then a one i miss with tar great uh, and then a five. So I did hit with the third one. Yeah, I think it's a matter of like the time it takes to react to how poorly Anita is taking this to reacting to the slice in your chest to actually having to maneuver over. Um, so your first two, you kind of fire early as, you, as you're still adjusting. Um, but the third one gets through and I think you're able to shoot the hand off the thing right as it's about to use that hand to claw Anita again. And so you're the, the hand that was about to claw her just shatters. Uh, and it looks so mad. It's so pissed at you. <laughs> it was going to have a lot of fun carving her up. But alas, it is not able to. And that brings up... Actually, is there anything you want to do before yeah. it's Anita's turn? So I did all that shit talking. And then I think I she says under her breath, I should keep my damn mouth shut a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Anita, what are you doing? I mean, I guess I'm returning the favor by shooting bloods. Okay, cool. With the energy, energy bolt. bolt. Yeah. All right, give me that D6 roll and mark a corruption. Yeah, just to put it out there, like I definitely would have just done like mend or something if mine would still was still out there. But like the fact that the one that was taunting me is dead kind of snaps me out of my like funk oh it's not dead no no it's not dead it's just lost a hand it took two damage it took how much damage it took one just damage one from damage, a shot yeah. yeah oh but it has less than a hand oh well okay then i do shoot that one <laughs> but i'm still knocked out of my funk by the fact that his hand blew off uh okay yeah god damn <laughs> that's a two uh ooh, you're at two corruption and you roll the two <gasps> So hold on, let me read the rules. (laughs) Well, after resolving, we compare the highest roll from your current corruption. If you have more corruption, so you don't, so it is right on the line. So no blunders happen, but uh, you miss again. But this time the creature has no comeback because it's like, it doesn't even notice that you miss because it's like mourning the loss of its claw in hand. You know, the other one didn't really care that it lost some of its face because that just makes it scarier. But like, that's his claw in That's hand. That's my claw in <laughs> hand. That's my claw in hand. That's just hey, rude. We we get a quick action every turn, right? Yeah. Correct. Uh, so I want to use my quick action from this turn and last turn to try to purge corruption because I didn't move. Oh yeah, sure. So um, 
each one of those, yeah, you can retroactively do last turns too. So that's 2d6, and if you hit, you remove a corruption. So I hit both Two times. hits. So zero corruption for Anita. Cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think corruption and removing it, is there a visual representation of that, or is that purely a mechanical thing, you think? You know what? Now that you've mentioned that, I think that she probably, because it's probably her, like I've described it as her getting like zen and in a peaceful place mm-hmm. about things. So I don't think that the first turn she could have done that. So I'm going to keep one of my corruption. Um, okay. But this time she at least has a little bit of uh, mental fortitude because the thing got its hand blown off. So like, fuck it. Uh, so this time she just she just sort of takes a breath, you know, like like what I do whenever my Apple Watch tells me uh, <laughs> do a <laughs> deep breathing exercise. And instead of doing uh-huh. the whole deep breathing exercise, I just take one good breath and I'm like, OK, we're good. <laughs> cool. All right. There's two of them left. Both of them are a miss. Uh, I think it's like the one without part of its face is like, you know, it, it it's only got one eye left. And so its depth perception is immediately hindered and it thinks it's way closer than it is <laughs> um, and isn't able to swipe at blood. The one that was attacking Anita, I think, is like, you know, your last shot didn't hit it, but it took all of the things like attention in that moment just to dodge your energy bolt Mm. and it doesn't even it's not even able to get an attack in because like dang it cut it close things are kind of turning around that brings us back to sud just hell yeah silently move to attack the one that's on blood like i'm just there Mm -hmm. sort out making making my attacks Uh, so your first roll with advantage is a hit so that's one hit just one hit it's all you needed because uh blood did a lot of the handiwork already what does your kill steal look like, Greg? <laughs> um, since they're because this is Diablo, this is Diablo, realize. and I get the experience. So actually, I don't know if kill steals are a thing in Diablo. Uh, nah, no, think... no, no, not anymore. Not in Diablo three. Me and me and Billy beat up the whole the whole of hell. <laughs> like we beat up the devil and then the super devil. That's the DLC after the devil. Um, and it doesn't matter. You can you, <laughs> even picking shit up just goes to whoever needs it. Well, that's handy since yeah. they're both focused on the one that was attacking Anita. Like, I think I'm aware that uh, as it's moving into strike and it, it misses that stumble, like we are face to face and I just, Mm. I just have a clean shot right through and just cool right through the center and then pull up and out again. It's, it's strange using a sword against a creature that's skin and pottery. (laughs) Um, But doesn't take a lot and uh it it actually is like it's really behooving you to come to a with a sword with this fight i feel like because you just need to smash it and that's that's what happens it's almost it doesn't matter how sharp your sword is in this instance it's you're just breaking the thing apart and that leaves just the let's see you killed the one that an, was fighting anita uh or that was going after blood blood okay so now all we have left is the one that was fighting Anita. It's got its one, one claw in hand down, and now both of its friends are dead. And you know they it had been snickering this whole time, and it's kind of just, <laughs> and it realizes the situation that it's in, uh, and it looks like it's gonna try to run away, but it's not its turn yet. Blood, it's you. Reload two bullets, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna shoot with. My number one and my number three. 
Cool. All right. So number one, I got a six. So that hits for three damage. Yeah, that is enough. That is enough to kill it anyway. So, uh, what does your kill shot look like? I think it just explodes its head off. Whoa! And then I do the thing where I like bring the gun up and blow off the end of it. <laughs> I wish Anita was in the headspace to be like, "Damn, that's cool," because she would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the creature, like you know, the head just completely shatters, and this this pottery covered in skin starts flying everywhere clattering against the, the rock on the ground and it like falls on its knees and then ends up falling. The rest of its body falls on its knees and then falls flat on its torso uh, and cracks right down the middle of it. Fight's over. You're just in a room now. What do you do? <sighs> now that we see the real room, is it like a dead end or is it? Let me see. Let me pull up the room you're in again in room number five. The room you're in, uh, it, it's kind of continuing this theme of this place kind of looking like a fort. Like, it's oddly tall, and there's like a, uh, there's stairs around the edge that just go up to these little cubbyhole rooms that presumably the creatures were in when you first entered into the room, and kind of like, as they jumped down, the illusion started. Um, there's no, like, additional rooms behind them. They're just little, like, uh, you know, Japanese pod hotel-sized recesses in the wall with a lot of, like, claw scratches in them as well. Um, but there's, like, stairs going up it in a way that's kind of reminiscent of, like, at, like, a city wall in the corner. You would have, uh, like, a guard tower that was just that, like, some places for the guards to sleep and, you know, have their armaments or whatever. It, it almost looks like that, but instead of guards, it's these these creatures and for your other question of doors out which is actually your only question and i described something irrelevant um <laughs> there's the door you came in and then there are two doors on the opposite side y'all want to keep going yeah of course yeah hmm. anybody else want to pick a door this time or y'all happy for me to just keep going i mean this room sucked uh, i don't like these mind games this is Right, so you want it to be my fault or y'all's? That's what I'm asking. Um, I'll just walk. To, so there's, there's a, is it like a right door and a left door? Mm-hmm. I'll stick with the right theme and I'll walk to the right door. Okay. Yeah. That's the spirit. <laughs> as you go through, as you open the door, two things. First, turns out the room, the room that you're in is a dead end. Essentially, these. These doors are just short little extensions at the side of this room that end up looping back. So like if you were to go all the way down the hallway, you would just end up turning back and coming out the left door. Um, it's just kind of a U at the end of this room. I don't know. That's just what the random dungeon did. It doesn't seem very useful to me, but that's what the random dungeon generator gave me. But lining the walls are bodies and they are like perfectly preserved and they're all people that the three of you knew but they died and you, like for some of them you know where they're buried and it's for sure as fuck not here but all of those bodies are just arranged just nailed to these walls clothed um, they look serene in their 
death, but they're here for some reason. Um, who do each of you see, do you think? Maybe there's one for each of you. Oh, you know I see my friend. Um, I think uncomfortably, uh, I, I see the first sort of, the first victim, so to speak, of my first job, which was hunting down a witch. Mm. An old, sort of wrinkly, you know, very old, probably was in her 90s or even over 100 uh, that I Wait, that you're, I killed. Hold up, because this has ramifications. You're a witch hunter? How do you feel I, about me? I took a job. I don't care about that. I did the job. Is this conversation in character? I don't think they would know who that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I would know from sight. So I don't think that's so. fair. Blood. Who do you see? Um, I think I see the body of my first real boyfriend, mm. but he was human, so he died a long time ago. And how do the three of you react to this? I don't like this place. Somebody needs to get the fuck out of my head. Remind me of all the money. Is that... Are we... Somebody just give me a figure. Well, one of the <laughs> things we're here for is revenge, which I'm thinking sounds real good right about now. Yeah. Yeah. And also the money. Sud is just standing looking at it. It's like almost a weird reminder of stay detached, just do the job. Uh, and when that conversation is done, he just turns around. We have a job to do. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> Where next? Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VRECast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at vre.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some cool enamel pins featuring characters from the show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com vre. And to all our patrons, thank you for supporting us. Thank you! One creature from beyond, Bill Hayden, says... Adventure, humor, and heartache. Fury is a show I recommend with only the highest amount of enthusiasm and fondness. Each player and each GM brings chaotically good energy to each season, and I find myself laughing audibly during my listens. The story arcs are weird and wonderful, and amidst all the adventure and camaraderie, the group boldly addresses painful and all-too-real themes such as oppression, fear, family trauma, and loss. It feels healing to have these difficult topics faced with such nuance and positive intention. Save up a few to listen to. They're great for keeping you company during solitary activities. It feels like you have an old familiar friend playing tabletop games right beyond, right behind you while you work, cook, drive, make art, etc. Enjoy. Aww. That's, Aww. That was the sweetness. That's so wonderful. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm already crying. <laughs>
Come on. Roll. <laughs> Come on, Haldus. Bada bing. A zoom. A pachow. <laughs> Dice bot, let's go. <laughs> Is the not space matter? Oh, Ooh. probably. You're right. <laughs> Dice bot's like, what do you want me to do? If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon, where we release a bonus episode. 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 Where we release a bonus. Oh, 